In three, two, one. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Center Bench Podcast. We have Luke, Mikey, Matt Pale, and myself. Our podcast is called Center Bench. We're going to be trying to do it on a weekly basis and bring you our perspective on the sport. The name is Center Bench because we all have, have sat on the bench quite a bit growing up, never made it to the bigs, but we, we've watched a lot of sports. We talk a lot about sports. We sit together and we argue about sports, so we thought we'd try and bring you some of that entertainment. I have to pipe in. I was a sixth man in the year in high school for basketball, so... Six, I came off the bench. Six man in the year voted by BT, your, your dad. No, so. no, no, Newman, Newman basketball team. All right. So, yeah, I guess we can get it started. Let's talk NFL. Pats versus Chargers, guys. What do you guys think? The final score was 45-0, to zero and New England smacked the Chargers. What's your opinion on that? You think they're a playoff team? All I I have to say about that, I'll pipe in, sorry, camps, but uh, Bill Belichick is the real deal, and I I wouldn't count out the Patriots. I can see them beating the Bills, Miami, and Jets, so that's my opinion. I don't know. Mike? I don't know. I see it's a tough road ahead for them. Uh, Unless either Miami or the Bills implode, I don't see any kind of way they're getting in. There are no... They're not getting three teams out of one one division there, so yeah. it's it was a it was a tough challenge for for Bill this year. Uh, in no co- no cap space because of the Brady era, he lost Brady. He had a bunch of COVID opt outs. You know, I don't think it's a fair year yet to judge his legacy. And you know, is he is he the goat because of Brady or is Brady yeah. the goat because of Bill? Yeah. Uh, that that argument needs a, a little more time to marinate before we we the verdicts out on that. They have figured out a formula to win with Cam Newton when he passes under 20 attempts per game. That's so four, four of the six games that they've won this year, he's passed under 20 times. And they've only lost once the entire season when he's passed under 20 times. And then all of the wins, he's got between 10 and 15 rush attempts. So they last week against the Chargers, 19 pass, 14 rush attempts. Then the week before against the Cardinals, 18 pass. Then they won against Baltimore with 17 pass attempts. One against Miami with 19 pass attempts. So it seems that he's, he's figured out a formula. Yeah. We'll see if he continues it down the stretch. But when, when Cam's throwing 35 times a game, they're they're not winning ball games. All right, I think we should uh, take it to uh, Miami Dolphins and the Bengals. The final score was 19-7. Miami pulled off the three. It was kind of a boring game. But guys, I'm going to start off with Mikey. Is two of the real deal? Do you, do you guys think he's the best rookie quarterback right now? What do you guys think, Mike? No, I don't think he's the best rookie quarterback, but doesn't at the same time doesn't mean I don't think I've been impressed by him. He's coming off a pretty significant injury. He's been the third best rookie quarterback behind Burrow and Herbert and by probably a substantial margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's looked good. He's got a good defense behind him. Uh, Brian Flores, I think, is a tremendous coach. If any, if you're talking about coach of the year, he's he's in that conversation 100 percent for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've kept the bubble wrap sort of on Tua so far, um, but he's looked good, and I think there's a lot of potential. Honestly, in his Al- Alabama days, he was you know Heisman conversation, if not a winner before his injury. Um, Dolphins have impressed me this year. And I think it's only looking up. They have two first round picks now, and one of them is going to probably be in the top five thanks to Houston. Yeah. yeah. So what they're gonna, they're going to be a scary team. They they have a lot of young pieces, and they've spent on that defense two shutdown corners, 
I like where the Dolphins are heading. Former Cowboy, yeah. by the way. Tua has done a good job, but he's been a more or less a game manager, I think. Yeah, like I agree. They, they've yeah. got a solid defense. Zero interceptions, though, he's thrown, right? So I think he's had to do less. than When you look at a guy like Still? Justin Herbert, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got the mistakes, but he's being put in a position where he's... He's got to do more for the team to win. Like, are they still an eight and four team with Fitzpatrick exactly. at the helm? I think, I think so. I think so. Yeah. That, and what's Fitzpatrick? Fear the beard, guys. Fear the beard. <laughs> I Is think, he even a top twenty quarterback, Fitzpatrick? But then when you look at the stats, like Fitz does turn the ball over quite a bit. Yeah. That's so costly times too. Exactly. So with the strength of their defense, they really only need a guy like Tua to come in and and do what he needs to do to win the games, versus like having a guy like Fitz that might sling it but throw a couple interceptions or whatnot. So. The Colts versus Houston, it was a divisional matchup. Um, Colts won 26-20. Luke, I want your opinion. Colts or Titans winning the division? Honestly, it's a a toss-up. Both... Both, now it's a toss. Yeah, up. both teams. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> I, I think we've it. both gone back and forth. I guess the context for anyone that's that's actually listening to this, and Matt, um, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> Matt and I bet. I think like week one or two, who's going to win the division? I bet Titans. Matt bet the Colts. But uh, besides that, I think both teams have been playing rather uninspired, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, the the Titans just handed the Colts a loss, and they they split the the season, so it's kind of a write off there, but. Titans looked brutal last week. And then the Colts, they should have lost the game if the center didn't have a bad snap. I, I think it's a toss-up, to be honest. I think it's it's going to come down to plays better down the stretch. Yeah. I don't know. The Colts haven't – they still haven't impressed me. I know they had that win against the Packers, but that receiver gift-wrapped them that in overtime. Yeah. And they ended up kicking the field goal. They were down two scores. They came back. I don't know. I don't like Rivers this year. I don't see him throwing the ball downfield. They have a good offensive line. I see a lot of checkdowns for receivers, shallow crosses. They have a good run game. Their defense, to me, is a little bit overrated. Like, I don't think they're a top echelon defense. Are they a top half defense? 100%. Um, But at the same time, I can say all the same things about the the Titans. You know, their defense, I don't think, is in the top half. Defense has been If they get behind early, they're in trouble. And yeah. that takes Henry out of the game, and it puts on Tannehill. And yeah. he's a nice quarterback, but he he's not someone you want to be. Titans Titans need to control the game yeah. to win. They need to like punch you in the mouth. They need to control yeah. time of possession. If they get down early, it's it's game over, right? Yeah. Like Matt, what do you what do you think? I know you're a Colts fan. So. <laughs> I have Res- some reason, Colts yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> I have some bias in me. Obviously, I'm I'm still gonna ride with the Colts. Um, for me, anyways, Colts. I I do believe in their defense. I think they're ninth in the league in points allowed right now. And if we say defense wins championships or defense wins playoff games, if you look at the Tennessee Titans, I know Mikey said they're not that great. They're actually 25th in the league in points against. So that's an encouraging sign. Tennessee, they do have to play Green Bay down the road as well, which I can see them losing that game. For the Colts, their schedule, I think their biggest test is going to be the Steelers, which the way the Steelers are playing right now, sorry, Luke. I'm pretty confident in that. So I think uh, Indianapolis will win it. But as Luke said, I'm, I'm not as confident as I was maybe after the first time Colts played Tennessee this D- year. Defense wins championships, but Phillip Rivers doesn't. So that's that's one thing to consider. And, and Phillip Rivers is playing with turf toe right now, too. So oh, yeah. It's not like he runs. Yeah. Put, <laughs> a band, put a band. Yeah. Yeah, that's, Watch that's, out that's, for that move. kicker, though. The Colts kicker, Ricardo. <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> Did you just call him Ricardo? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll get to that segment later. Just to get a a quick little on Houston. Are they the most disappointing team this year? Like last year, they're up on the Kansas City Chiefs, the 
eventual Super Bowl champions. I know KC turned it on and left Houston in the dust, but they were in that game. Yeah. You know, they don't have their first round pick. They have Deshaun Watson, who I think is the top quarterback. I think, to me, they're the biggest disappointment this year. Uh, yeah. Sure. I expected Houston to make the playoffs, if not, yeah. you know, be in contention. Yeah. And it's not like their division is super tough, right? No, like, no. we just talked about Colts and Titans are beatable. I think Deshaun Watson has, has played well. I just can't figure out why they're not winning games. They've, yeah. they've played a bunch of teams tight, right? Like, they just. Yeah. Like I said, they should have beat the Colts probably if it weren't for a bad snap. They played the Steelers tight. Played the Titans tight yeah. too. Like they didn't they go for two? Yeah. And yeah. when they were up yeah. six. Yeah. The game after up, Bill O'Brien got yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like force the other team to go for two, not you. Yeah. Uh, they went for two there, then Tennessee marches and scores, and then all I have to do is kick the extra point and then in overtime they yeah. win. Like, you know, Tennessee beat Baltimore in overtime too. Yeah. You know, they've been squeaking out the games and when they get killed, they get killed. Yeah. Hey, off that point, Mikey, just want to point out, I think, a really relevant stat with Tennessee and winning close games. Eight of the games that uh, Tennessee's uh, that they've played so far have been decided by one score. Yeah. So they could have easily lost all the games that they have won this yeah, year. Yeah, but good teams win close exactly. games. Yeah. 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 You're not going to blow everybody out in the playoffs. Yeah, you're gonna play a good team in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Unless you're unless you're playing the Giants division, but yeah, it's it's a good point though, right? Because yeah. if you think about the Chargers, it's gone the other way for them, right? Yeah. Like yeah. their special yeah. teams is horrendous too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes they're lo- when you're losing by two or three points, a yeah. missed field goal or a missed yeah. extra point or a punt return for, that they give yeah. up for a touchdown, like that's the game. Yeah, uh, Saints versus Falcons. This was pretty interesting. The final score was twenty-one sixteen. Another divisional matchup, uh, and the Saints pulled off the victory. Uh, has Taysom done enough to prove he's a franchise quarterback or, at the very least, a starting quarterback in the league? Pale, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I definitely don't think he's done enough to be a franchise quarterback. It's a small sample size. It's only been three games. Two of the games, I believe, have been against the Atlanta Falcons, who are atrocious. Has he done enough to be a, at least a starting quarterback? I mean, for me, I think the it's still up in the air. Um, he threw his first touchdown pass this week, so it took him his third game to throw one touchdown pass. Pretty similar situation with, I guess, Tua. Seems like a pretty good game manager. He can run the ball, which is great, but we've seen a lot of times RG3, prime example. So we don't know if that formula really lasts, right? For me anyways, I, I, I still need to see a larger sample size to see mm-hmm. if he's really a starter in this league. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like what I see from Taysom Hill. He's good. And I don't know, the whole conversation is if Breeze comes back healthy, you know, who do you start? Hill or Breeze? Breeze. Yeah. I'm starting Breeze 12 times out yeah. of 10 if it's yeah. fucking possible. Breeze, I don't know. Has Breeze impressed you this year? No. He, 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 throws a, I mean, he was throwing a lot of short passes, a lot right. of checkdowns to Kamara, who's making him look yeah. better than he is. Kamara yeah. is elusive. I don't it's have to true. say much more about Kamara. But you know how just, good he can be. I was just, I was just uh, thinking, you know, I think the Saints are probably going to look past to the playoffs. And would you rather have Drew Brees in the playoffs or a quarterback who this is his first couple of games starting? I'd go Brees all day. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't yeah. take the hot hand. I would just – I know yeah. Brees knows. I um, Nothing grinds my gears more than when Brees is healthy and the Saints are marching and then third and one they no put on Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> they put in Taysom Hill and he, he throws yeah. a deep pass and gets intercepted. It grinds my gears. Yeah. I, I feel like Sean Payton I, has a man crush on that guy. Yeah, He's outsmarting yeah. himself too. Yeah. He, I think he's got like something to prove too. Like yeah. He gave Taysom Hill pretty big money yeah. uh, to mm-hmm. stay. He was worried – he says he was worried about other teams taking him. Yeah. I don't know what the interest would have been on him. Yeah. But I think he's trying to show that he was right. 
And he's got an ego, obviously. He's yeah, one of the top coaches in the NFL. Do you think that's a recipe that you're going to start to see in a trend you're going to see in the NFL? Because I know even with the Colts, they do that a lot with J- Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Three, e- one, Eagles. And Eagles one. Yeah, that. but when... Eagles doing it too. When I, Is that something you can see? I don't see know. The Colts, when I've seen... it, Brissett doesn't throw the ball, though. It's usually a quarterback usually, sneaker and an option play. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Saints have been, like Luke said, like throwing the ball. And, and Taysom Hill's been making mistakes, not just once either. Yeah, He's either fumbled too, it. Or, I think it's just too obvious for the defense yeah, to be like, okay, this guy's in, option, like yeah. you said, option run or whatever, right? I think it's just way too obvious for the defense. But to, to me, there's no one stopping the Saints right now in the NFC. Can you point to a team that's like the Packers? Have, Packers. The Packers have. Packers are yeah. impressive yeah. to me. Yeah, the Rams. Watch out for the Rams too. Yeah, the the, Ra- the Rams are getting hot. hot yeah. The Rams are hot. Yeah, like watch out. I think the Rams are for real. They got another top coach. Yeah. Their defense is the best out of those three. I think that Saints, Packers, Rams. I take the Rams defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cooper. they got the worst quarterback, but they might have the mo- the best. Co- uh, it's tough to say the best coach. Yeah. Um, I'm just like their offense looking is no at slouch. it. Rogers just Taysom. Rogers just air it out. As much as I hate Rogers. Okay, so we're going to move on to the Giants versus Seahawks. Final score, 17-12, New York Giants. I, I hated this. I wanted the Cowboys to uh, win the division. I guess this, I'm watching it right now, and that's probably not going to happen. NFC East leaders, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the biggest upset of the year? Uh, Mikey, what do, you got, what do you think? Yeah, right now I think it is the biggest upset. And it's, to me, it shocked me. Like, you know, you look at Seattle, and a lot of times when a team like this when it happens to them, they get upset. Oh, they just had a big game or they have a big game. They're like overlooking, you know, like, you know, Seahawks would play like the Rams next week. That wasn't the case. They Next week they play the Jets. And last week they won pretty easily against the Eagles. Yeah. Those weren't games that you could say, oh, they looked ahead to the next game or they were tired from the last game. Yeah. No, it was the biggest upset to me for sure of this year. Does uh, it say a lot about, does it say more about the Giants or Seattle? The good question. Game? To me, that's like that says more to me about Seattle. Yeah, like I would yeah. agree. I've yeah. got no faith in Seattle no. right now. I mean, like everyone in the beginning of the season was like, "Oh, Russ MVP MVP talk consideration." I don't see it after the last couple of games. No, no he's he's a distant third. No, yeah. and they lost to Colt McCoy. Yeah, like Colt yeah. McCoy. Like I know. Yeah. Come on. Like, yeah, and, it, and if you look at the score, seventeen twelve. Like yeah, with Seahawks weapons and the receiver side of the ball like I, I had no idea yeah. how they lost that game so speaking of the NFC West we're talking about the Seahawks um, let's go to the Rams versus Cardinals the final score was 38 to 28 Rams let's play a little game here are the Cardinals contenders or pretenders and are the Rams contenders or pretenders and and who's winning the NFC West we've got the Rams winning the NFC West I think yeah, I think yeah. the Cardinals are pretenders I think yep. They're one year away, probably. I think they'll be a good good football team next year. Honestly, I don't have too much to add. Like in my, Even in my notes, I have Cardinals. They're on the cusp. They're yeah. close. Yeah. All the pieces are there. Kyler seems like the real deal. Yeah. I like the coach. Their defense is, is good. Um, I think definitely next year we could talk about them as 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 that division champ, but not this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm high on the Rams. Last four games, win against Seattle, win against the Bucks. That was in Tampa. Yeah, they lost to San Fran, and they just beat the Cardinals. Yeah, tough to do. You know, I think they're peaking at the right time. To me, they're a dangerous team. I would agree with both of you. I'm high on the Rams. Cardinals, I don't even think they're second best in their division. I'd have them ranked third behind Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just wrote down the teams that they beat this year, and really only one team really stands out. For me, anyways, they beat the 49ers. They beat the Washington football team. 
the Jets, the Cowboys, Seattle in overtime, that was maybe their most impressive win. The Bills, yes, sure they won, but it was a Hail Mary one yeah. in a million yeah. at the end of the game yeah. catch that they won. I so. mean, what's interesting, they're one and four in their last five, and that yeah. win was against the Bills and it was a Hail Mary. So if you take yeah. that out, there you Bills go. are born losers, that's five. why. <laughs> well, city of Buffalo is. <clears throat> the Cards got a pretty easy schedule to close, just looking at it. They have Giants, Eagles, Niners, Rams. The Vikings got Bucks, Bears, Saints, Lions. So Vikings have a little bit harder of a road, but yeah. right now the, the Vikings are in a playoff spot, so interesting down the yeah. stretch okay well let's uh let's move on to a different game uh i have the uh, browns versus titans i mean we're talking about the jets the browns were like the jets a few years ago but now they are shaking and baking no pun intended there uh, <laughs> final score 41 35 to the browns uh do we trust baker to keep playing like like he is right now and uh make a playoff push or even win a couple of playoff games this season. I don't feel like responding after that horrible pun. To <laughs> <laughs> Shake and bake, baby. Mike, what do you think? Uh, he impressed me. I didn't, honestly, if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said no. I didn't mm-hmm. think he had it. He, he's The good teams he's played, like the Steelers, he's looked like not a starting quarterback in this league. But he played well against Titans, so you got to give the man credit. Mm-hmm. The, whole, the whole Browns organization played good. Mm-hmm. Um, that... That coach, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, he seems to be good. He seems to have the offense down, and they're humming. Can I think the real question is, I think they're going to make the playoffs. It looks like they are. Yeah. I think the real test this year is, can they win a playoff game? Yeah. And I think the answer to that is no. I agree. Well, ask Matt over here. You might get a different answer. <laughs> Depends if they play Pittsburgh or not. <laughs> so you think they can go into Pittsburgh and no. beat Pittsburgh? I, I mean, if I was betting on it, I'd probably say no. I would. I yeah. um, so that's, that's I don't like that match. Right? <laughs> if you're betting, yeah. On it, yeah. 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 I don't know. They, they, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see them being Pittsburgh. They, unfortunately, who else they got to play? KC? No, they're no yeah. chance. Who you else could they play? I'm not Coles, good with the division. The Those division. ones, I think they could. Like yeah. that's where they could win a playoff game if they get the Colts or Tennessee. I'm just, I'm just not high on Baker, man. Like I just, no. I have here, like he, ha- he has. He's done like a thousand commercials and he hasn't done anything. <laughs> he uh, he's I to me he stinks and I think about two two minutes left fourth quarter and I have Baker as my quarterback. Will he drive down the field and win the game? I'm gonna say no, like ninety percent of the time. All right, so we're gonna move on. Uh, KC versus Denver. KC won 22-16. Are you guys impressed by Mahomes despite the close outcome um, on Monday night? Yeah, I still am. Like shout out to the Denver's D. They played good in the red zone. Mahomes was down there a whole bunch yeah. of times. Twice, actually. But home, Mahomes, I don't know, he continues to impress me. Last year, it was the way he was throwing all these sidearms and left-handed or whatever. But this year, the more and more I watch him is if he's blitzed, the way he backpedals himself yeah. slowly and calmly out of pressure and then uses his arm power, he doesn't get flustered. He knows where the pressure is coming from. He's just like a little little dancer out there when yeah. he's backpedaling. So smooth, yeah. calmly, and then boom, plants. And if he doesn't have to plant, he doesn't yeah. have to because his arm power is enough that he doesn't need to plant his feet yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the time. But Even Mahomes when he's is running. Like, when he's yeah. running, he just deeps He's impressive. Like, he's, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely astonished by him. Like, yeah. I didn't really watch him last year. I was just focused on the Cowboys. But like now, yeah. uh, I, I'm developing a legit crush on Mahomes, and I think yeah. he's going to win. He's the best player in the league for me. So we're going to do a segment called Name This Player's Last Name. We have our, our illiterate 
uh, podcast hosts here, Luca D'Alessio and Michael Campanolo. Right, Backstory is they're very bad at pronouncing last names. So Matt and I decided to have a little fun, write down some last names. I was never names. taught to read as a kid. <laughs> Self-taught. <laughs> how, how we'll do it is Matt and I, we'll, we'll give five names. Matt and I will be the judges. Whoever pronounces the names better, we'll award the point to. And whoever wins the best out of five, we'll, get started. we'll, we'll win the tournament. I'm excited. First name, we'll, we'll start with Luca on this round and then start with Camps on the next round. I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> Giannis Atacopupo. <laughs> Did I get it right? Is it <laughs> Wait, we need to hear Camps. Giannis Ant Eat Tacupo. I'm going to... I think we should give it to Luca Basov. Let's go. First pronunciation. I am buzzing right now. The pronunciation is Giannis and Terekupo. I got yeah, that, that right, Luca, dude. Luca got it. Play that back. I got it right. Giannis Atacopupo. All right, here's a little bit of a layup for you guys, but we'll still see if you manage to screw it up. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. This guy's French all of a sudden. <laughs> Where did this French accent? Man, what, what's the two There's dots, There's no way you dude. think that's Dennis Schroeder. The two Dennis dots, Schroeder, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Can't what is the two point dots for camp. He's an NBA player. Two dots. He's German. German, German yeah. German. So it, it makes an huge sound. All right, so Luca got Giannis. Camp's got Dennis. We're 1-1 we're one, one here. <clears throat> Luca's got uh, first go at this one. Tua Tagovailoa. Sorry, look, I had a seizure. It looks like you got tired at the end. Do you need some Gatorade? Valoa? Tego Valoa. I'm going with that one. Say it all again. Tua Tego Valoa. See, I know this one because I've heard it before, but then he screws me up when he pronounces it so bad. Tua Tego. Tua Tua Lova Tua Tua Lova Alright we're, we're silent we're, we're, we're giving that one to Camps Or to so Sorry Luca. to Luca Let's go This guy thinks I he's I want to go first Yeah Well yeah you were first Taking The last two, one yeah. Tua Tagovailoa We should bring a Championship Tagovailoa. belt here WWE Championship belt But I'll give it to Camps To start 2-1 Luca Fuck <laughs> Bam Adiboa Where's the OA? At the end. There's a YO. He also like chicken scratches it on so everyone knows. Can't, you can barely even make it out. No, I know Peo said this one. You can always ask for a letter check. We're, we're going to go with Bam Adela Bale. <laughs> Where, where's the Adele. L? I don't understand Isn't why you throw random L? L's in there. Adela Bale. Bam Adeo Bale. I gave it to Cavs. Let's go. No, I'm gonna, I was gonna give it to Luca because he said he said Oa and there's no Oa. He said there. Adele though. No, no, no. <laughs> but I honestly thought that was an L. A -D okay, why don't you give it one last shot each on this yeah, one? I go. What's your best? Bam Adeo Bale. Okay, Cavs. Bam Bam Adeo Boa. I'm giving it to Luca. Bam at a bio. Bullshit. Let's go. <laughs>
should we talk some yeah, hockey? See you itching over there. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they're going to be starting January 13th as that's a target right. date. Who, who had a better offseason than the Leafs this year? That's a good question. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think there's a team. I think the I Leafs had the best offseason. I don't think the Leafs had the best offseason. Okay, then who did? For me, I had Colorado, Buffalo, and Calgary as the top three for me. Colorado, I just Brandon think now. Sod. Sod, I don't like Sod. They also added Devin Taves. I like Taves. They still, they, they kept their and them. they kept their team intact. I think Colorado, they have to be the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. For me, yeah. their goaltending is probably their biggest question mark to watch, still yeah. right now. And, Bu- and Buffalo, but, what do they do? Just add Taylor Hall? Taylor Hall, Eric Stahl, Cody Eakin, Tobias Reeder. So I, I think they improved a lot. If you're looking at the Leafs in terms of their offseason, how, how much more did they improve? For me, not that much. They just got grittier. Simmer, got, simmer but, the boys. But even with that, I think I even heard Brian Burke say, everyone's saying that Toronto got grittier. Why did they get grittier? Because they added Wayne Simmons? Sure, you added Wayne Simmons, Jumbo but Joe. but you got rid of Clifford. Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe at 40, 41 years old. I don't think that's adding sandpaper anymore. That addition right there, I don't know why they added him. Or if you're going to add Joe Thornton, at least don't sign Jason Spezza. I know they're both on league minimums. The league yeah. minimums. Where, 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 are you What's playing, the, where are you playing these guys? What are they going to do for you? One on the wing, one on the center. They're not going to probably play back, back-to-backs I, I, on the short seasons. I'd rather, ha- I'd rather spot, have right? speed and sandpaper on their roster spot. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I and also, up I think you're missing a big point too, leadership. Yeah. They, they, they lacked that last year. And Spezza was sort of one of the big leaders. Adding Thornton is nothing but good leadership. So is Simmons. Spezza was the big was, leader and they lacked that. They, they, he obviously wasn't really needed. Is so, yeah, maybe, a leader? What, what do you mean no? he wasn't needed? So you're saying that they lacked leadership, but Jason yeah. Spezza was part of that roster last year. So they year. added to their leadership. They can't be just leadership I, can't just come from one guy and also take another whole you year. You have John of, Tavares. You have Morgan Riley. So, so I think they needed more of so it is, last is, year. Is the reason why they haven't like made the run? Is it because of leadership? Is that the I reason we're saying? That's the reason. I think that's part, one of the reasons. I also think they were too easy to play against. I think that was a big issue. I think they also addressed that this year. But how did um, they get grittier if they just added Wayne Simmons and you subtract Clifford? For me, they're, they're the same. In, in, they got rid of Kapanen. They got rid of a lot of guys Kapanen that... Kapanen played with some grit. He dropped the gloves a few times. They got the rid of a lot of the guys that are the same. You can't have a whole team of the exact same no. type of players. Like They had Marner, all these skill guys, Nylander, Kapanen, Janssen. They're all the same type of player. You yeah. can't have all 12 forwards that. the same. Four. Now they have a good mix of guys like Marner. Guys like Thornton, who bring they all bring a different aspect. Simmons brings the toughness. Matthews is gonna take the next step. Tavares is the leadership, consistency. Yeah. They have a good a nice mix. They've they're harder to play against. Their defense has improved a lot. They have the they, they got improved their defense, I'll say. They that. got Brody, who is a huge is a huge upgrade against uh Tyson Berry. Leaps and bounds. In which you could say their they also, defense, like besides leadership, is probably one of the other reasons. They yeah, yeah, I would think, think that think is the biggest. Is, yeah, I think leadership. Last is the year most they were playing. Relevant. It was Morgan Riley and Cody Cece as their top pair. I'm sorry, you're not going anywhere with Cody. We took Cece off your hands. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going anywhere with Cody Cece in, on your top pairing. No. They also added the best defenseman outside of the NHL mm-hmm. in Lettinen. So add that. <laughs> So you're looking at a pretty good offseason in my books. Yeah, I, I don't think they had a horrible offseason. And credit to Dubis because before this offseason, I didn't think he was – I thought he was hard-headed and he wouldn't do the moves he did in terms of 
taking away skill and adding other aspects to the team, but he did it. So kudos to him. Are you happy that they kept William Nylander and didn't get another big ticket defenseman? I guess you can say TJ Brody, but um, were you hoping that they would have gotten a younger top tier defenseman and shed William Nylander's salary? It all, it all depends who of the defensemen would have been. You know, you're, yeah. you're talking uh, Seth Jones. Okay, sure. For oh, William yeah. Nylander. Uh, yeah, that guy's a stud. But the, the ones that were being sort of thrown out there for William Nylander, I'm glad they stuck with Nylander. Call me crazy, but if the Leafs have to get rid of a center, I think they should get rid of John Tavares. No, I'm, I'm not saying Tavares is the worst out of those three, but I'm not paying him $11 million. Yeah. That's just me. So, so let's pose this question. So if the, the Leafs don't make the run, they don't. let's say they don't make it to the Stanley Cup Finals this year, what do you do next year? I, I don't think... I think you stay status quo. If they don't make it to... To me, they got to win a round, if not two. That's the bar. I don't think a round's enough anymore. Yeah, they have no, to... I don't think so either. That they should have been bigger. winning around the past two seasons. They should have. I think that was the benchmark. If, if they do collapse or whatever, who's going to be the scapegoat? Is it going to be the players? Is it going to be, uh, be Dubas? Sometimes it's going to be Dubas. Usually it is. If they start with the Shane coaching. It's pretty high with them, but... I don't know if they get bounced again in the first round by a team like Columbus or a team of that nature but, that is a seven or eight team. Like let's say this this Canadian division and they get bounced by Montreal or the Jets. Yeah, but what can Dubis do? He he he's listening to the fans. Everyone's saying you got to get grit, you got to get this. They're getting tough guys, and let's say they lose. That's what I mean. And I think like what, what is I don't agree with all of Dubis's signings and like the way he structured them, but. If you put yourself in his shoes, dating back to those years when the core was up for renewal, if he wouldn't have signed Willie, if he wouldn't have signed Martin, if he wouldn't have uh, got Matthews locked up, the fan base would have been going crazy. How did you let Willie walk? How did you let Marner walk? So I think I, I think he had to sign them. Matthews, he had no choice. He's a generational talent. They had yeah, to pay him yeah. the money. He was going to get it elsewhere. He didn't really have much negotiating rights there. Marner, he overpaid. Marner, he overpaid handsomely yeah, he, by like, probably $2 million. Yeah. He, he should have been in the, the nine range, not almost $11 million for a winger. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. He got played by Marner. And I think if, the fa if let's say, Marner did get offer sheeted, which he thought he was, which for four first-rounders and Dubas let him walk, I yeah. Leafs Nation is, is smart enough to let that happen and not be upset. I I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I think that, yet, like, I don't agree with the, the terms and the dollars that he gave to the players. Um, I just think that he, he did what I think the fan base wanted. I think everyone expected him to do was to lock up the three of them. So if, if they have another shit playoff, for me, it's it's the core now that has to get questioned. One of those, Willie, Matthews, Marner, Tavares have to go. Who would you get rid of? I think that, I don't... I think you, they would get rid of Nylander. Yeah, he's the easiest. He's the one. easiest one to get rid of. His contract. Yeah. Love his flow though. His <laughs> his cap hits. Okay, his cap hits seven yeah. million, but he's owed a lot less money. So that a lot of teams yeah, like that, especially in the market or in a climate like this. So I think I think all their their contracts are appealing, uh, but Nylander would be one of the most appealing ones. I think in terms of who goes, it's Matthews is the safest, then Tavares, Absolutely. then Marner. Then Nylander's at the bottom. Yeah, I can, I can see them trading Marner before Tavares. Really? I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm just saying what I think. Yeah. I think the base thing, we've talked about management. We've talked about offense, their defense. One thing we haven't touched on is Freddie, their goaltending. Mm -hmm. 
For me, I, I think Freddie's a top goalie in the regular season when it comes to playoff time. I don't know if it's because of the team that's playing in front of him or whatnot, but it just seems like in no, those crucial game sevens yeah. or those deciding elimination right. games, he doesn't show up. For me, I like Freddie. I think they should keep Freddie as their goalie, yeah. but he's going to be up. And now that's another it's, question. Now, do, is there any blame on Freddie? Do you keep Freddie moving forward? No, I think he took some heat this offseason. I think it was warranted. Like, it's two years in a row now. Two years against yeah. Boston, they're down 2-1. He lets a weak goal in, and that kills them. And then they're down 3-1 in the third period. They're not coming back. Yeah. Again, the same thing happened in Columbus. That, that shot was almost from behind the red line, and it went in on him. You're still having nightmares about that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you so that's two in a row. And I think some of the heat, I do like Freddie. I think he's yeah. a, a top goalie. I do think they have to give him some more rest. And I'm surprised out of all people that Dubas hasn't gone on that train because that's what the analytics say Yeah, is to have sort of a 1A, 1B goalie and don't play the guy 60 games anymore. You know, your top guy plays 45, 50. The other guy plays 30. And then the other, and then your number one is fresh for the playoffs. That's sort of the analytics. Like Boston's done it. A whole bunch of teams has done it. And it's worked out for them. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the we world. The basketball. Uh, uh. To the beach out. Let's go. Should we talk some here? I was just about to transition from one Toronto yes. team to another. Uh, the second team, team in Toronto. Toronto's will, team. No. The second <laughs> Who's team. the second team in Toronto? We just talked that's about the, the Leafs. That's, uh, the, that's, that's, the, that's the Toronto Raptors. Uh, so let's talk some NBA. Yeah. Um, best offseason, who do you have? Unfortunately, it's. For, for the Raptors and the rest of the league, it's the Lakers. Yep, it's totally. right. I, have. I have Lakers. As well. I, I, yep. I don't even see an argument for no. another team against LeBron it. LeBron did his politician, politicking, and that's it. He, yeah. I also have, which is a, to me is a second, but is the Nets. They got healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, you know, yeah watch out for the Nets. So yeah, like, like they got Durant, Durant and Kyrie Irving now both going. But to me, yeah, it was the Lakers. Resigning AD and LeBron James. Yeah. I think yeah. So the, the the Lakers upgraded at point guard. They get, they lost Rondo, but they got Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they gave up like a twenty eighth pick for for Schroeder, and then they updated big. So they got our boy Mark Marcusal, <laughs> uh, and they That's got Harrell. They lost Javale McGee and Dwight Howard. So boohoo! I think yeah, it's yeah. huge upgrades at point guard and in their bigs. I think the Lakers are the team to beat for sure. I think the Clippers really screwed it in the off season. There's some. Yeah. There's some rumblings that the the team chemistry isn't there yeah. with Kawhi getting yeah. a little bit better. Kawhi treatment. is so weird. Did you see his text message to uh, to Serge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. Yeah, he's like you. I love him. I love Kawhi. It's so yeah. weird. I just find he's so different, and I love it. He's just a basketball. Someone player. needs to yeah. do a documentary on Kawhi and just follow him day and day. Do you think with Kawhi, like I I don't think so, but just like posing the question, do you think like now that he sees like the media attention he gets of like the way he acts, he kind of plays it to a degree now or is, is, it, is he still just being uh, I think this is the way he I is. is genuine I, I think yeah. so too but like, even clips like someone's like poking fun of that and like his teammates yeah. just like weird faces and but I think comments. the fact that he yeah. leans into that let's say he wasn't being genuine I fact, yeah. the fact that he leans into it it makes him weird as it is yeah, right like true. yeah he's like it's like he got like homeschooled and see a human for like 12 years <laughs> That's and so like true. yeah like yeah. <laughs> What about Milwaukee's offseason, adding Drew Holiday? Yeah, they Go got ahead. Drew Holiday. Apparently, Giannis wasn't too happy though. They like he he wanted Bogdan and Come and they bought the they botched the trade. Yeah. But uh, like man, Milwaukee is the best team in in the East still. I think over the Nets. Yeah, I think yeah. Th I think they're a better yeah, right team right now. Yeah, I just I don't know 
if they can make it down the stretch. Like I think teams have the Raptors figured out the Bucks, yeah, right? Like true. you crash. Kawhi, Kawhi figured out. Kawhi, Kawhi did, but like th- that was a very well coached series by Nick Nurse. You crash the center of the the court, and then you run and close out on the three point shot, right? That's that's the the Bucks whole mm-hmm. office is. Mm-hmm. Giannis drives and then it kicks and they've got good three-point shooters yeah. and I think if you can find a way to stop that like the Raptors did the, the that's the reason the Bucks haven't haven't made it down the stretch but I think they're still the best team in the east what do you think about the Raptors offseason like to me it's it screams second round exit again they're no better than they were last year yeah it's sad to say but I'm not pumped but I'm not I'm also not disappointed like they locked up a big part of their future and they locked up Fred Van Vliet yeah. I thought they had to sign one of Ibaka or Gasol, and I think they wanted to. They got Aaron Baines, who's replaces Gasol, in my opinion, D and three guy. Like he'll be a good player, injury prone, but I I don't think this is their off season. I think next yeah. season is their off season to make a splash. I think the East got a lot better. I'm not too optimistic about them. Like yeah, maybe it is a second round exit. I'd like to think yeah. otherwise, but the east has gotten a lot better and like when you think maybe even james harden coming down yeah. down in the east could get worse but yeah. i don't know I, I i wasn't expecting much and i didn't get much I, I was actually really happy with the raptors off season just for the fact what you're saying luke about looking ahead to the following season yeah, yeah i think that's the plan right right now like for me i i didn't want them to re-sign gasol for me gasol he's old he's not gonna play you minutes he'll play what 10 12 minutes in a game max um, if anything, it would have been nice to have Serge for another yeah. year. But if, if for me, if it was signing Serge Ibaka for two, three years and risking losing out on Giannis or another top free agent next season, I'd go with dumping uh, Serge every day. For me, they re-signed Freddie, and that was a win. That's all they had to do, in my opinion. Yeah. If they lose in the second round, as you said, Luke, so be it. Who cares for this season? It's next season. So where- are you looking two seasons ahead? I don't think the team themselves are looking sorry at the, for you the players. I don't think the players are looking in that regard. But Don't feel no. sorry for us with our rings on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi's ring. I mean, that's just the state of the NBA. Like, There's so many powerhouses. And you, you had said, Luke, the East is pretty stacked. And apparently now James Harden's holding out in Houston. And Woj apparently said that he's open to going to Philly. So, yeah. Now, yeah. so you have to think, if you're the Raptors, do you have enough what it takes? what it takes to beat Brooklyn probably not do you have enough to beat Philly if they get James Harden probably not Milwaukee probably not even Celtics for that matter so yeah you gotta you gotta be two steps ahead exactly so I think this is just a calculated move by Masai um yeah you can say it's looking ahead but I think that's the right approach with this team for this year I'm not I'm not as concerned I would I would actually if James Harden goes to Philly I'm actually still more concerned about a team like Miami than Philly yeah I didn't even say Miami wow like I I like James Harden hasn't really proved that he can his style of basketball can make it far into the play deep into the playoffs and win win a team a championship I think Miami is a very well built built team great great coach Eric Spolstra my boy uh defensively <laughs> strong team they they move the ball around bam out of bio arguably one of the best centers in the league i think miami i would be more concerned about than a team like philly even with james harden being there yeah um but the east is going to be interesting man it's it's not the east of five years ago when it was lebron running through all the teams and beating the raptors every year agreed and i know we'll probably get into it closer to the season sorry in terms of predictions and everything but kind of just going through the east like that for me the raptors 
if you're thinking where they're going to be slotted in by the sounds of it it's looking like maybe a, a five six spot just <laughs> off the top of my head but like <laughs> But maybe I was wrong. Maybe they're a first round exit. This year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Like, I think that's all easy to say, especially like paper, a, a, yeah. how much attention the, the yes. East has gotten. But I think that's exactly where the Raptors love to be. Like that's, yeah, that's where they thrive is no one talks about them. They have some sort of edge and grit and yeah. chip on their shoulder. That's when they play the best. Yeah. I still think they have the best coach in the league. Yeah, that hasn't changed. Thousand I think for yeah, them yeah. to make any sort of i won't even say progress i'd say for them to be in the same position as they were last year pascal has to take a big step I was just about to say that um after that playoff i want to forget about smoked. how shit he played in the off season <laughs> i wake i wake up. every morning up every morning and i just throw up to just thinking about the way he, he played in the playoffs Awful. but but i still i still have i have faith in the guy but i think this is a make or break it season i think yeah. knock on wood if messiah stays on on the team i think if Pascal has improved himself. That's a guy that y- yeah, you yeah. you move and and try and go go for it with. Just a guy bring it up, bring it up that playoff series. If he just played average, yeah, he would have won. Hundred percent. Yeah, just he was horrible. If he didn't turn the ball over three times yeah, I don't know every game thinking. in the fourth quarter, then yeah, that, that was that was frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, a guy like Pascal has to step it up. But the dude has been playing basketball for like six years, so I think we got to give him a, a little that's bit of wild, a break. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, if a Leaf had a playoff like that, it wouldn't get a pass. He was atrocious. <laughs> like, God forbid Matthews or Marner came back and looked like that. They would have been ran out of the city, but I don't know. I hope he's to back. To be fair, Siakam did get a lot of heat he did. for that for that I didn't series. hear a lot of it. I don't know. Yeah, because you unfollowed. You're, blo- <laughs> yeah. you're blocked or unfollowed <laughs> by everybody. Yeah. off to Leafs no, only. He got, a lot, he got a lot of heat. People uh, were crazy. Yeah. So I guess I touched on it about Masai. Like, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think... What's his next move? What's he doing? I want to say he will sign. I hope that he yeah, signs. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he signs. I think he will. If you look around the league, I think the only really threat that was out there was the Knicks' job, but yeah, they they, they filled that role. Um, and he's a major key on getting uh, Giannis. Yeah, I think that relationship. I think I think the potential of Giannis is what might keep him here. Yeah, I yeah. think that like you made a good point, man. It's like where else does he go? There's not really options no. for him. What scares me about that guy is he's just always looking to be challenged. Like he's it's, it can be a role like outside of like a president of exactly. basketball yeah, or GM, right? Like it can be yeah. like something bigger than that. I think that's the only real thing yeah. right now. If if I had to put money on it, I think he re-signs short-term contract yeah. waits for the expansion team like seattle and hops on board for a challenge like that that's, yeah that's, that's, yeah i know i think there's a chance he stays yeah and the reason why i do think he stays is because of what mlse allows him to do yeah, yeah. they, they allow yeah. him to do a lot of stuff that's close to his heart yeah good point do something a little fun here we're gonna take a, a crazy bet of the week on a sport we know nothing about and on an athlete and or team we know nothing about um so this this week we have the table tennis liga pro alexander bochakarov and alexander volko can they read that? out those names <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm definitely gonna go with the pitcher the totals 75 and a half i have no clue how that's done <laughs> The over has hit nine is out of ten times. <laughs> so this this guy doesn't even come up on Google. 
All right, Camps, what's uh, what's your gut instinct here on, on the matchup between the Alexanders and the, the Russian League table tennis? I'm taking. I'm just going to go by initials instead of trying to pronounce them. I'll go uh, AB. <laughs> You're going AB. I'm going. I'll take. I'll take the the two. I like twos. <laughs> is he the underdog? I like du- yeah, I guess he's the underdog. I like doubling the money. Um, yeah, I'm going AB. Twenty five dollars. Lock it in. Who's related to Putin? Because I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not a bad uh, thing to look into. Some of my inside sources say AV <laughs> used to be dating Putin's daughter and they broke up recently. Okay, so the game, the last game that played, these two guys played each other um, February 12th. Wow. And, wow. Um, <laughs> it was, it ended one to two for Volkov. You know what? I'm going to go with Volkov. It sounds like an NHL player. Going for the favorite in Volkov. Yeah, and I'm going to put down, what'd you put down, Mikey? I'm not a Rockefeller like you, so I'm not going to put down 25. I'm gonna I'm gonna also go with Volkov. I think he made some some solid points on his side the yeah, last match he just back in like February. A, yeah. I, th- I think Volkov one handedly, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm putting twenty five bucks. Both. He's nine and three in his last uh, eleven or twelve games. Volkov. <laughs> All right, Luca's getting locked in in money line. Volkov camps you locked in on. Yeah, nine, nine and three AB. in his last twelve matches. I, th- I took AV just because I don't like AB as initials. <laughs> tend to be cancers in the locker room and whatnot. <laughs> Think there's no locker room. I was going to say once again, not sure sport. if there's, there's a locker room in table tennis, but it'll be an interesting match to watch. Volkov. I'm going with Volkov. I don't have the stones to go with the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> Volkov looks like a serial killer. I just like, pulled a picture of him. <laughs> Putting 10 on Volkov. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. He is, um, looks like... He is, his, a, he is a hockey player. Volkov he's 4-3 and three in his last seven matches. <laughs> <laughs> He, um, let's see. It's pretty even odds, though. For for whatever reason, it, it's going to be a it's good match. It's a trap match. game. It's a trap game, yeah. This is this is the Washington Steelers. So we, we've locked it in? Is everyone... I'm, I'm, so I'm locked here? in on AV, your boy Volkov. We got Volkov. You got Volkov. Volkov. And Mikey's the lone wolf. Volkov's left-handed. <laughs> the lone wolf. Guess how much uh, money... AV's one playing table tennis, $3.3 million. No way. That's what it says. It wow. says prize money, singles, and doubles combined. Yo, is, it a, is it a league? He has or three titles. Yeah, league of Pro. Man, man that's, that's Putin giving him cash. <laughs> at, at, what, at what point in your life do you be like, yeah, I'm going to take table tennis seriously? Like, at what point do you make the decision? It's like, yeah, this is what I'm doing for a profession. I'm, I'm going to the gym to, to train. All right, boys, bets are in. We got one taking the underdog in camps. He's taking AB, and the three of us are taking yeah. AV. Matches at 5.15 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning. Set your alarm clocks. Set your alarm clocks. Set your clocks. alarm clocks. Pre-game 430. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we're going to move on to Who Would You Rather, a segment that we'll have reoccurring on our show. So... First, we have a little showdown between our friends here. So Matt, our resident Penguins fan, and Camps, our resident Leafs fan. <laughs> so the question we have this week is, would you rather have Sidney Crosby or Austin Matthews on your team for a three-year period? Matt, I'll start. give the floor to Matt. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if you want to go. I mean, I was, nervous, when, I was eh? when I was preparing for this, I didn't realize how, like, I knew it was going to be easy to prove the Ooh, point Crosby. But I didn't realize, like, how easy it would be while I was doing that. Let's go. Um, Obviously, my position is going to be Crosby. For me, he's still the best player in the league. I know everyone's going to say McDavid or even McKinnon. 
is getting a lot of love lately. Um, but for me, Crosby, to tackle Mikey's point right away, how he's going to say he's getting older, he's going to start to regress. If you look back to, I believe, 2016, he has increased or matches totals year after year. He has not gone down at all. If we, It was actually from 2014, 2015. He started with 84 points, next season 85, followed by 89, followed by 89. Two years ago, he got 100 points. If you think getting 100 points as early as two years ago is slowing down, then I don't really know what the definition is of staying hot. Last year, he only played in 41 games, but he got 47 points. If you look at what he was on pace for, that's a 95-point uh, season. So with just points aside right there, he hasn't slowed down. Matthews has not gotten more points than Sidney Crosby in any year since Matthews has been in the league, other than obviously last year because Crosby only played half the season. Crosby won a Rocket Richard in that time, something Matthews still hasn't done in his career. I know he's only been around for four years, but during those four years, Crosby won a Rocket Richard while Matthews was in the league. Crosby also has two Stanley Cups to his name since Austin Matthews joined. Again, I know we're, we're talking a lot about um, earlier on in Matthews' career, but if we're just going by the stats, it doesn't seem like Crosby is going anywhere anytime soon. 33 is still pretty young in hockey. It's not it's not prime years necessarily, um, but he's still at the top of his game. If anything, he's more well-rested. He had off-season surgery uh, to fix up some bumps and bruises that he had. For me, having giving him more time to prepare for a season, it's going to be a shorter season too, so less wear and tear. Um, I think he's going to have another breakout year, and he's going to be the reason why the Penguins are challenging for an Easter Conference final spot. Yeah. Austin Matthews is a great player. I, I think he's a top five player in the league already. Um, but I don't think, I, for me, I wouldn't rather have Austin Matthews over Sidney Crosby. If I want to win a Stanley Cup, it's Sidney Crosby. Austin Matthews in the playoffs, he hasn't really done much. Even when you're just looking at a regular season games, there's times where Austin Matthews is a ghost and you don't even know he's on the ice. I don't remember ever a time saying that about Crosby. I'll, I'll, I'll get handed off to you. I know. I just <laughs> I heard a lot about the past. But but the that, future. A, you, you I, really I gave you I gave I gave you the floor. So give me, <laughs> so give me the floor now. I heard a lot about the past, and I heard a lot about stuff that he did in his twenties, in late twenties, and not a lot of stuff. And the question, and the question was, what is the next three years going to hold? And those years will be thirty-four or thirty-three, thirty-four, and thirty-five, thirty-six, whatever yeah. his birthday is. Those years, and the statistics show that that's when the player starts to regress. Um, Matthews will be entering. He's 23 right now. He's he'll be 24, 25, 26. Uh, those years through the analytics show that those are now these days. They say are your best years after actually actually around 28, 29. Yeah. That's when you start to regress. So you're talking about the future, not the past. I'll give you the past. Crosby has had a better past than Matthews. Uh, no question. You're not going to hear an argument from me on that. But we're talking about the future. You're talking about a future where Matthews, I think last year he was the better player already. Um, so over the past five years, Crosby has output 35 goals and I, on average. Um, and I did that by taking the goals divided by his games and then timesing it by an 82-game season. So that takes out injury. It was the goals per game times 82. He's at 35. 
Uh, Matthews is at, is at 45 over that span. So even if you want to talk about the past, Matthews is already a better goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, last year, he, take a, he took a huge step. He was probably going to win the Rocket Richard. Um, I, I, I think Pasternak and Novacin had something to say about that. But yeah, he he, he, he was in the conversation. Uh, I think it's easy to say, obviously, because of the age difference. It's obviously it's always easier to say you want the younger guy. Um, but the much it, we're talking ten years yeah, too. Yeah, it, it's it's a big age gap. But um, again, Crosby, by the way he's playing, not what history shows or what the average player goes through in terms of regression. Crosby hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. So I can only refer back to how he's been playing in the seasons that Matthews... Father time is undefeated. I think we'll consider this case unsolved and maybe we'll, we'll go back to it another time. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask our uh, our four viewers, Luca's parents and my parents, <laughs> I'm on the what, what, they, what they think. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll come back to this once the season starts and yeah. we'll see if, if there is some regression with Crosby. Madness. This is Sparta! So our next segment right here is uh, our hot takes of the week. Uh, I'll start first. Um, I'm watching the game right here, the Cowboys versus Ravens. They get, they're getting spanked. However, this is my hot take, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll please. Um, the Cowboys season will start next week officially, and they will go 4-0 and and advance to the playoffs. Who do, they, who do they got Call the next crazy. We have at Bengals, um, San Fran, Philly, and then at Giants. They're going 4-0, and they will advance to the playoffs. Bold. Disagree, but bold. Peo, what's your hot take this week? Uh, my hot take this week, I think we've seen Carson Wentz play his last game as a Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback. Next season, he'll be starting for the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's done in Philly. <clears throat> And that contract says otherwise. All right, my hot take. It was better before the Steelers game, but it's um, despite being 11-1, and one, the Steelers are not a top-five team in the NFL. Oh, I love that take. Uh, I love that take. And the take. five teams that are better than them are KC, Saints, Packers, Rams, and then one of Tampa Bills or Colts. Oh, love that take. Luke is fuming. <laughs> I, I, just, I could see the steam coming out of him right now. I think I think from a guy that's talked a lot of this episode about recency bias, I think it's getting it's getting to him a little bit. It's a hot take. And this was this was my hot take right. when they were eleven zero. I was writing the notes yesterday yeah. before their game finished. It's oh, a hot take. It's I'm a, not it's saying it's. Take, I'm not yeah. saying it's right, it's but a, it's a it's hot, hot take. It's a hot take for a reason. We'll let you get your Colin Coward headlines. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, my hot take is that the Dolphins are going to beat the Chiefs next week. What? I, when you think about a recipe to beat the Chiefs, it's good defense, getting mm. pressure to the QB. Tua, as we talked about before, doesn't turn the ball over, does enough against the Chiefs defense that has been average at best. Nothing hasn't really shown any signs of improving. But my hot take for this week is that the Dolphins <clears throat> beat the Chiefs. Not a bad take. I think with with that it's a good hot get, take getting in a shootout Tua versus Mahomes no the, 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 that's not the recipe to beat them no I, I, I Miami's got a good defense I don't know if they're good enough to slow down Mahomes to that level but still, <laughs> not a bad take Miami, Miami's defense is second in the league in points against only to the not top five team in the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami 
All right, folks. Well, the hot takes wraps up our, our first ever podcast together. I appreciate anyone that's been listening and tuning in. Hopefully, we don't get canceled here. And by canceled, I mean Camps kicks us out of his basement and we're never <laughs> allowed back in the basement. Sorry, Jill and the dog upstairs if we kept you up, but I appreciate everyone <laughs> listening. We'll be back next week. <laughs>